All right, guys, this is the commission review. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. First of all, I don't know what what do you mean? I don't know what you guys are doing because this is, this is the commission review, review show. show. I, I don't know what so, you are doing. Um, what y'all doing? Okay. <laughs> all right, now it's time to start the show. This is the commission review show. You know, like I said, I don't know how you guys. Hey, everyone, you are listening to Kamisha's Reviews. Get ready. She's going to have the latest updates about entertainment and the hottest tea. So bring a cup of tea and get ready to listen to Kamisha's Reviews. That's for you, baby. Do y'all watch Kamisha, baby, you know I watch you. I see you, Kamisha. Kamisha, I watch you, baby. I, I watch you too. Okay. I watch. And um, but a lot of uh, the YouTubers that um I'm mentioning, I do um I really like them. I like watching them. They're entertaining. Um, I don't know if I saw Kamisha reviews. I'll be watching Kamisha reviews uh, YouTube channel as well. I thought that I saw her. Maybe no. I don't know. Hey, it's your girl Stacy B. Make sure you're tuning in to my girl Kamisha Reviews. She's gonna be dropping all the bombs and serving all the piping hot tea. And you know I'm gonna be there watching. All right, guys, welcome, welcome to Commission Reviews. Things are a little bit different for me today. As you guys can see, I'm not in my studio. I'm obviously away from home. I will elaborate a whole lot more on what's been going on with me at a later time, but the show must go on. And me and the ladies, as always, are coming to get back to you guys here on another beautiful Saturday. And we're going to discuss the Ready to Love Potomac that just aired on Friday. Okay, and we're going to get into that and other things. So all the ladies are coming back, and we also have two special guests today. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started. Start bringing ladies up first. Of all, I want to say everybody to the comments. Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody to the chat. I also want to reiterate with something really quick. Now, every panel is different. Okay, every panel conducts themselves in a different way. Understandably. Um, I get your comments, I get your feedback, and I understand you guys have things you want to say, your opinion or whatever, and I welcome all those things. But understand that you have a bunch of strong black women up here who are coming here every Saturday, okay, giving their opinion about a TV show we all watch and we all love do reviews on or whatever. So sometimes we get passionate. Sometimes we get passionate and we may talk over each other, but don't take it as nothing but like some sisters up here having a conversation. Enjoy the show, okay? All right. We're going to go ahead and bring up, uh, first of all, our guest, the queen, Miss Kyra from Ready to Love. Oh, hold on, make sure I'm on my phone. See, I forgive me hey. here. Hey. Oh. Um, How are you? I'm good, mom. I'm good. I'm happy that you came on looking beautiful as usual. Y'all know I love Kyra's hair. Her hair Thanks. is open. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
they but let me tell you something. If I had like the head shape to rock a fade, I say this all the time. I would so do it. I promise you I would, but I feel like my head ain't really shaped. <laughs> my sister says the same thing. She says you have that beady head that's perfect for and I've worn short yes. hair. I've had short hair, long hair, as long as yours. I, I just my hair didn't have never defined me. I just like to change it up or whatever. So I don't know. Now that I'm makeup, I'm like, I'm not gonna have no hair for a while, just so I can, you know, sort of beat face and all that crap. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring up Stacey, you know, I think she's off camera. Uh Stacey B, you're up here if you are listening in the background. Now we're gonna bring up the most opinionated panel, Miss Abby Reviews. Yes, I did say that. <laughs> wow, that's wow. <laughs> so that what we doing already? Okay, <laughs> all right. Go bring up Miss Nina up to the uh, the front, and then really be TV, and then I know everybody else is coming in slowly. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Morning, and um, I know it's Black History Month. I did play a little quick. Um, clip of uh, you know things of Black History Month. I am Black History Month. Um, it's very important to me, so I wanted to go ahead and do um, a quick thing before I got started, which I played it already. So, welcome, ladies, to the chat. We were talking about the episode uh, two that came last night. I want to start with Miss uh, Kara, so she is the guest. Um, you okay. did so last night. What is your take on? The beginning, we saw a little bit of strife the first 30 seconds when Wiley was trying to come sit down with the ladies. They were already staking their claim. Yes. Um, I feel like, so first of all, I, I love the show. I love the ladies who are on here. I love the guys who I'm seeing. But there's like a lot of sexual energy that's going on that I'm like sexual innuendos, touching, commentary. I mean, I know we're all grown. I know mm. we're all adults. I know that sex is a part of relationships and dating. But it just seems to be hot and heavy, like, very early. Um, so that's definitely one thing mm. that I've noticed from not just this episode, but last week's episode as well. And I was kind of like, hmm, okay. Now I do know, you know, production shows is what they want us to see. But still, like I always say, they can't show it if you don't put it out there. So just a little bit, a lot, like, little bit of a lot. <laughs> a little spicy. Yeah. Um, I feel You said you felt the heat. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I felt the heat. Like, yeah, I agree. I said the same thing in my review. It just seemed to be a lot of just sexual tension and energy. And you, you know, yeah, I, I, I said the same thing. Now I'm not saying that's a dis disregard that you know, no. dating, but it's just seems to be a little bit led with that a little bit. Um, but the brunch seems to be, I mean, you have your typical situations where I think it was Tiffany was sitting down with Wiley and then someone came and sat down and, um, the key, I think came and joined a yes. conversation and she kind of got a little bit, you know, annoyed with that, but that's, that's how that brunch goes. I mean, it's only the second day meeting each other. You kind of gotta, if you see it in, why not join the conversation? Unless you specifically pull a person away kind of to a more yeah. secluded area and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. But if you kind of just sit down, everybody's eating, you know, everybody's trying to find a place to eat. Why not join us yeah. if you want to have a conversation there? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that, I didn't think that the, um, the, the Kai, the, the Kai was out of, out of place. I didn't feel like she did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tiffany came I, in I, with me. Um, 
attitude. Like, like I'm going to be going after what I don't know what it was about her in this episode where I feel like she gave me attitude from the beginning. And then you want to add to that, Mama? I know how much you loved Tiffany last night. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, said nothing yet. Y'all, listen. Okay. Well, first, I agree with Kyra and, and Loretta when I say this cast feel like they real hot in the ass. Now, y'all was trying to be polite about it, but that's they. That's what. It, listen, they real hot in the ass. The ass <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Why I'm on a blind date with you in 30 seconds? Ian, your ass is in my face. I don't. But what's happening, sir? I don't even really know your name. Good. What is happening here? Um. Not that I haven't been fascinated. As listen, I had my first baby at eighteen. Listen, I understand. I, I understand what's happening, but it just seems like it's it's a whole lot this season. And Miss Tiffany seems very. It don't matter what. First of all, she was mad when she got there because she was in the bottom from last week, and the mad mm-hmm. just continued on mm-hmm. throughout this whole episode. She was just attitudinal. I feel like for no good reason this whole episode. And also I have to give a public apology to Clifton because in my review, I called that man Carlton the entire time. I oh. feel like really be rubbed off on me and I don't call that baby the wrong name. The ho- Jesus Christ. I called that baby Listen, Carlton. I will fuck up a name. 2011 times. Oh, Lord, I'll be trying not to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sir, I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Listen, listen. Can I if say I had something? My first mind, I'd have just called you Big Daddy the whole time, and then it wouldn't have been <laughs> to be Big Daddy. But can real I say talk. something real quick before we move on? Before we get deeper into this brunch, I had a whole meltdown moment on my review. Can I have a meltdown moment right here, real quick? Well, here we go. It's about Chuck. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, here go my problem, and I told y'all this last season. Here's my problem this season. What y'all are going to stop doing is that y'all are going to stop bringing people on this show representing a city that don't know shit about that city, okay? We got all these transplants and implants coming into the D- DMV, D.C. area. How dare you, Demetrius? How dare you sit up on that damn camera and don't know who the hell Chuck Brown is and you on a DMV episode version of this show? So you should have just kept your mouth shut. That is what you don't do. You do not disrespect all of us here in D.C. and not know who the damn godfather of Gogo is. He is D.C. royalty. There's a street yeah. named after him. There's a park named wow. after him. We have a whole Chuck Brown day in D.C. Oh, wow. How do you not know who Chuck... Listen, the white people in D.C. know who Chuck Brown is. Not the white people. Now, I'm sorry. I just had that moment. I was so mad. I don't know who Chuck Brown is. And her right you hear? You hear? I would like to say I've been to DC once and I know who Chuck Brown is. Okay, and you've been living here? You don't know. Listen, every cookout, day party, barbecue, Fail. hell, the, the damn city council. When they know Chuck, listen, listen, don't give me I'm sorry, I'm a moment. I had to have no. a whole moment. I had to have a whole moment. Demita Joe say her parents used to part. Listen, Chuck Brown's sister lived across the street from my grandmama. We used to see Chuck Brown all the time. I'm 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 cool with one of his daughters actually. But even if I wasn't, 
I mean, I knew who, listen, I knew who Wally was when I saw him. Remember I told y'all in the group chat I knew one of the guys. I knew who Wally was. But yeah. I was like, I ain't going to bring it up till they bring it up. But for Demetrius to be like, who's that? Fur. Okay, I'm done. That's it. That's all I had to say. Oh my God! Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome, confessions to the live. Tina, uh, confessions. What do y'all want to add to this, ladies? I don't have a rebuttal after that one. I swear I don't. Let me tell you. Um, damn. <laughs> I just feel disrespected Hi. as a native Washingtonian. I just feel disrespected. <laughs> I have a picture on my wall. I have a Chuck Brown picture on my wall in my house. Oh, I need wow. y'all to know. I started to take it off the wall and hold it up so I could see that I wasn't lying. We believe you, the DC, DC Queen. We believe you. Uh, as far as I wanted to touch on what Kyra um, was saying about the sexual tension that we all saw in the beginning, and, and I know Ebony was also talking about Tiffany's situation because I felt like from the jump she had like some kind of some kind of attitude taking the claim on Wiley. Um, it's only been a few days. Understandably, you were on the bottom. I understand you want to go hard in the paint, but there was just, just this attitude, this aura about her where it just seemed like I knew she was going to be, you know, the one they were talking about, a negative light. I just felt it, just the way she came off. She did have a lot of negativity aura going on the entire episode. I think she was trying to come in like, I'm about to come in and own this and own who I am and be about my business, and it just didn't come off that way to the viewers per se well and yeah, i didn't really get i didn't really get much of i didn't i didn't have anything negative to, to say or think about her from the first episode so it kind of seemed like a shift and the only thing that i could attribute it to would be being in the bottom and i get wanting to come in and like change that perception in people's minds but it's a certain way to do it and i think maybe she came in i don't i hate to use i'm not going to use the word aggressive maybe a little bit too forceful in her energy and trying to assert a different position that it may have kind of just missed the mark a little bit. Yes. 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 Okay, Kyra. You can what were you saying, Dina? The meeting. <laughs> no. What I was gonna say is, is if you switch up too soon, then you may be perceived as fake. You know, like if you go from one extreme to the other, you know, one day you kind of lay back in reserve, you're not giving too much. And then the next day you're trying to drop it low. People probably be like, you know, wait a minute, who is she really? So it could hurt her. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, if they, if it's not perceived or taken correctly from the men. That's true. She could have been doing it thinking that, well, this way didn't mm. work, so let me flip it and give them this if that's what it like if they like. But like you say, maybe too much too soon. They don't they don't know how to respond to that well. Yeah, and I get I, I get it. You know, you put yourself out there, and it's kind of like, well, I did everything that everybody else did. Like when you don't know why you you're at the bottom. Mm. Like we saw that last week with I mean last season with Cecilia. It's kind of like, wait a minute, I was getting phone numbers, I was mingling. What is it about me that people were like, mm. now I'm going to defend Tiffany a little bit, y'all, just a little bit. I'm going to defend Tiffany because I agree that the energy was off. But I'm also going to say later on in the episode, I don't think she was wrong for what she said to um, Cornelius because Cornelius couldn't give her a straight answer about whether he wanted to be married or not. And I don't think she was wrong in saying, okay, well, I want to be married and that's what's important to me. And I'm going to put an exclamation point on that. 
And Paul was asking her if you was in the episode of the, of the remake of Love Jones, what would you name your spoken word? Like, who does so? From that point of view, I was kind of with her a little bit because I was like, that was weird. But she, her energy was off. I agree. Her energy was off. <laughs> and speaking well, yeah, of like that comment that she made, this is what bothered me about the deliberations. And when somebody plays telephone and restates what you said, because I'm sure Cornelius, Cornelius probably didn't have any ill intention, but he made it seem like she was aggressive or out of pocket in how she stated she wanted a husband. When no, okay, if you're here for love, what does that ultimately look like for you? Does that look like a husband? Because let me not play with you. For me, it does. And like I agree with you. I don't think she was wrong in asking. Do you want to be married or don't you? Because if you don't, then why waste your time going down that path with him? And the way he kind of replayed it to the guys, not like Cornelia, so it's no shade to him. I just hate that telephone game when something is um, restated that you said and it's not quite stated in this full context. So then the guy I forgot who was sitting next to him. He was like, oh, she said that. And it's like, come on now. Now y'all looking at her like she's wrong for saying that she wants a husband. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. It was yeah, kind of abrupt how she ended the conversation. Now, what think about but think let about me that? say this, and let me say this, Abby. I know you, and I know you well. If you were in, well, we already established you wouldn't be on this show. But okay. assuming that you met a guy, you met a guy, mm -hmm. you already have made a decision, and you know that you are someone's wife, and God is gonna send him. And you're mm -hmm. having a conversation with a guy, and you ask this man. So do you want to be married? And he was like, I mean, it's whatever. And you were like, no, it's not whatever. Do you want to be married? And he was like, I mean, marriage is different for different people. And you were like, mm -mm, no, I'm talking standing in front of a preacher with a ring married in the eyes of the Lord and the eyes of the state. And his response was, well, I mean, some people can be together for 20 years and never get married. You would walk away. I know you and you would with them M&Ms in your mouth. <laughs> definitely a red flag yeah it was i have to admit i mean i don't if i have to ever ask a question answer a question like that i'm going to give you my real real answer even though we just met um i want to ask ladies a question before i wanted before we got to that i want to talk about the blind day with laverne and the booty squeeze and carmen um i felt like that he lit up to me, in this in this scene with Laverne, I look at Laverne differently than I did the, the first episode. I don't know why. It's not a picture. don't always match up when the person's on camera. But Laverne, I don't know. His smile and everything. I looked at him a little bit more, more less Urkel, more like uh, Stefan. You know, when I saw him and then I saw him at Carmen, the chemistry no, I was natural. Uh, you didn't like Carmen? Because I did. Well, I like to put them together. Because okay, after that okay. scene, I felt different about Carmen. But in the scene with the two of them... Why are you they may have been more of a but I know it's still, still so. too early. I want to go ahead and keep going and start with Kyra. What did you think about the date with Carmen and Laverne? Um, the I felt, okay, so I'm all about like, you know, visually sizing somebody up and seeing what you like. I personally, so I don't really, I don't have a thing for men's butts. I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. So I would have observed it, but I wouldn't have gone in and really touched and squeezed it. That was my personal taste for right. it a little bit too much. Um, I can see Laverne is going to get himself into trouble. And the reason mm. why he's going to get himself into trouble is because he 
seems to like, oh, I really like her. And then he's all in about her. Oh, I really like her. I'm all in about her. So when the women get to talking and you make them all feel like, oh, well, I thought we could, even when she said, well, should I plan for it? She asked him, well, how far should I plan for us? Should I plan for a couple dates, day one, two, three, four, or, you know, our anniversary or not anniversary, I'm sorry, honeymoon. Instead of saying, well, you know, let's take some time and get to see. He was just like, no, yeah, all of that, all of that. So it seemed like you're running games. But then you're also giving other women this same, like, talking about um, Ace. And I like Ace. I think she gives a lot of great feminine energy and very sweet and seems genuine. Um, but then you were, you know, talking about how wonderful of a woman she is, which I'm not trying to take away from that. But seeming like you're all right. in for all these women way too soon. Because even Tommy told him, like, wait, dude, hold on. Only second time meeting these people. Pump the brakes a little bit. Um, he's going to get himself into, into some trouble. But the blind date seems to go well. Um, it was interesting, though, because he said that he liked Karma's energy because she seemed aggressive enough to handle him. But then he also liked the opposite of that in Ace and being like she would be calm. She would be peaceful enough to calm him. So I was like, OK, do you want the aggressive type or the peaceful type? Because those are two different types of women. Um, so the then answer is question, yes. Are you really sure what you're looking for? The answer for Laverne is yes to that question, Kyra. Does he want the calm or does he want the boss? The answer is yes. He that's, that's the answer. <laughs> Got it. Got you, it. you know what I'm saying? Laverne. I said the same thing that Kamisha said. I got a different at the beginning. I was feeling something a little different. I was like, okay, I'm seeing you, Laverne. Until he started talking about Ace is Beyonce, Michelle Obama, uh, you know, Maya Angelou, Oprah. <laughs> You know, and everybody wrapping the one. I said, "What?" If my boy, if my boy, the other, like, I'm cool like that, it. I'm throwing him in the trash. Yes, sir. It's, <laughs> I know. I don't I care like if he barely knows me. <laughs> but when he was like, he met Cornelius, or he wasn't, or I don't know if he had met Cornelius yet or not. But he was just like, you know. um Something else said like there's no competition. He just very. He said there. He said Cornelius was no competition. He's like he's no competition for me. I was waiting for him. To right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that was very much a. Uh, he's yeah. no competition for yeah. me. And I'm cool with being confident, but actually, it's some dudes on here that can actually give him some competition. So, just you know, don't be don't be too overconfident. Yes, because he could be in the bottom <laughs> next week. <laughs> He could be. If he, yeah. Don't, don't be for the street. Stacey. I like corporate. Oh, my hair is big as hell. Stacey's in the building. I heard y'all. I came in just in time while y'all talking shit about my boy. So far, oh, Laverne God. Stan. I like oh, this little Stan. Stan, the worst people. <laughs> you know the ones that you see at the dentist office? Little <laughs> Love it. Y'all know I'm a teeth person. Mm -hmm. Y'all would kind of be cute okay. together, though. Now, look, I need to know what y'all guys think about the blind cornbread. I, the cornbread is my dude. That's my dude. I like But wait, did, we, did, did y'all talk about him wanting <laughs> little corn muffins? That was hey, cute. You. He's funny to me. Wait, what now? That, yes. I like yes, cornbread. Yeah. He might be in back. Listen. I called him or Cornelius. Yeah, no, I said a lot right now about my man. Not the real Cornelius. When he was talking to somebody, I forget. I want to say maybe 
when he had the blind date. Yeah, he said he wanted to have little corn muffins. Mm -hmm. Let me well, tell you something. I can't have nothing. I can't help him with that. Look, I would have a very different situation. I just. That's all. Listen, we gonna all he gonna get is some Jiffy corn muffins from me. Ooh. Amen. I, I like him now. I like him too, but I, I just thought that was funny. I think he was trying to be funny. I thought he, yeah, I thought he. You know, I think that's just who what his personality is. I think that's I just think how that's how he is. A little corn muffins. I don't know, I wanna, but but he looked right in that bed in the black. Briefs with no shirt, sir. I, I don't know. Let me holler. At, let me just holler at you for a good forty-five minutes to an hour about something. Let me just holler at you right yeah, now. Yeah, I, 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 I knew. I said Abby going. I said Abby calling me in five, four, three, <laughs> two, I one. I just knew she was gonna be like, "Girl, I'm on my way to DC. We gonna find on right. right. Let's let's find Cornelius. I'll be there next weekend. That's Abby. Oh, Good. Y'all yeah. ever wanna know what Abby's type is? That is Abby right there. That's it. That's, That's it. very tight. Right. Well, you know what? I feel like I know. I know. Um, who went on a date with him? Tiffany? No, Ace. 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 And then they did the group date. <clears throat> okay. It was yeah. from the group date. I think it was Carmen, maybe from the group date. I know what who went on a group it date. It was Tiffany with? on the group date that had the crazy oh, conversation about being a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked I like that because like Corn, um Cornelius, new guy, Cornelius, the Cornelius. Mm -hmm. He yeah. sounds like he has some common sense. Like he's speaking with as a person with sense. And one thing Tiffany didn't like, I love like when she was like, he he's too flexible well i mean don't we want that from our man like some women just want a partner some women prefer to have the wife the wedding uh, but i think but he needs to know what he wants though no, that was, my problem was that he didn't know it's I okay like some people are flexible but he was like whatever you want nah. no but i felt like he said i want a partner now how he was leaving it open to the woman and saying, hey, I'm flexible with my girl. Like, baby, you want a wedding? Are you good with us doing it? How we doing it? That's how I took it. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, I, I appreciated that from him. Y'all can shake y'all heads if y'all want that. <laughs> I just said, I said what I. Oh, now she clapping. Well, okay, let me, let me make a comment because I think for me personally, the reason why I need I need my partner to have that intention and wanting to be my husband is because in relationships, is so much stuff out here that tries to tear away from that partnership and that marriage and whatever it is. So I want to know from the beginning if we are both working towards the same thing together. Because if you say a partner, it's already so many loose turns in regards to open marriage, open relationships, all this other stuff. So for me, saying a marriage, it solidifies exactly what it is that you want. Now, if you were to be loose and say, not be loose, but if you don't have boundaries around what that looks like, then I would need you to go in depth and explain what that partnership would look like to, for me to feel comfortable in moving forward. But for me, it's, I need to know a marriage because a marriage has, I mean, a marriage can be whatever you want it to be, but it has more definition than just saying a life partner. Well, yeah. I, I feel respectfully, I feel contrary to what you're saying and because you know i feel like i've been married and i felt like there was clear-cut boundaries and clear-cut you know expectations from the both of us and i thought we were on the same page 
I think that what you said was key is like, as a partner, we have to establish what this looks like and what this means to us. And we have to do it together. Some people look for the false um, safety of a marriage. And it doesn't guarantee that you're not going to have the same problems that people who aren't married are together and exclusively together don't have. And I, I agree, but I think I think again, I agree with you. I see what you're saying, um, Stacey, but I I feel where I mean again, I still agree with what I was saying with Kyra that you know, I think you're right in saying what you want and what that looks like for you. Oh shit, sorry. What that looks like for you, I agree with you on that part of it. But I just think again, I don't think Tiffany was wrong for saying, Well, this is what I want, and you clearly can't say this is definitively what you want. Because there's a big difference between a partner and a husband. I'm sorry. Now, I'm okay with a partner. I, that's where I am in my life right now. I don't need no husband. I'm okay with a partner. But if I'm dating a man who wants a who wants a wife, that's a, that's a deeper, seri more serious conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's all Tiffany was trying to get out of him was, but what do you want? What does that look like for you? And he was giving me to come into America, whatever you like. And that's not, that wouldn't have been good enough for me. And I think it's interesting to note um, the difference of what you're looking for in someone who has never been married versus someone who has been married. And that's true, too. I have not been married. So me for either. Me, me, I want that intention of a marriage because I'm like, we don't have time to And I do think there's a difference. When you've been there and done that, you absolutely have a different point of view. That's true. Yeah. I'm not discounting anybody's. I I, tell, I believe in marriage. I want to be married again. Um, listen. Absolutely. I'm going to be married again. That, that's not the in question. Um, however, I'm okay with Cornelius' answer because with him, I I wouldn't be entering into things. This, like I said, that would be a hit and run situation because he wants corn muffins and my oven is closed. So I listen, oh, wow. I'm well, not here for this? a long time, just a good time, sir. And what can I tell you about, real quick about Cornelius before we move on? I oh, oh come in, we can't hear you, baby. Y'all can't hear me at all. I can hear okay, you now. now we can. Okay, Cornelius no, is who I expected when they announced uh, "Ready to Love" DMV DC, whatever they calling it. Cornelius is DC. The minute he opened his mouth, I heard DC. His accent, his affect, his attitude, his slang, his language. He's still professional. But baby, he is DC. Okay, I'm done. Hold on. Let me get somebody has a click noise. Uh let's talk in the chat. Go ahead and hit the link. Let's talk with Sheena and Jordan. Hit the link. I drop it in the chat. There's a click noise I'm hearing. I'm not sure what. And I had to go out and know what my like I said, I'm not at home. Um, you said that he sounds he's he's DC for the yeah, you still have that clicking. I think it's your. I think it's your clicking. You think it's me? No, I think it's Kamisha's. Yeah, it's gone. It's you, Kamisha. It's gone now. It's gone now. Is it me? Are you yeah. sure? It's gone now, though. You, no, you no. sound. You sound all right now. Okay. Um, I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. Now, you were asking me that you were asking me Cornelius sounds DC. Yeah, Cornelius is DC. I did. 
But what I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask uh, Kyra and ask Stacy the whole blind date thing. Do y'all think this is a good change up? Because this is something that I, a lot of us suggested last year to copy off of the other shows by bringing somebody different in that, you know, different in um, gets for a couple of days, for however long they're going to do it. What do y'all think about it coming from the show? I'm curious. Um, it was it was different. I don't mind the blind date idea. I did like them if you're going to bring someone else on that they brought them on sooner than later. Because bringing somebody else on mid-season like they did last season was how the process goes. That's I, I didn't really like that move. So bringing them on earlier than later, I definitely I definitely like that. I totally agree with Kyra. Like I'm glad it was like the second episode that they introduced these singles. And if they introduce more, I hope it stops at the third one. I didn't like how um, Sydney and Sean were introduced like mid season at one time. I didn't like that because I feel like it didn't give one person a fair opportunity to vouch for that person personality, whereas everybody had already been on dates. So I think it was an interesting twist. I guess we'll find out in the next couple of episodes how it works. But I can tell you already, I don't know if I'm feeling Miss Harmon. Yeah, I like the twist. Um, I definitely like it better than what they did last season. And I agree with Stacey. I don't know how I feel about Carmen either. <laughs> Confession, what'd you think about the twist, baby? I'm glad that they did do it sooner than later. I actually wish they would have waited at least maybe one more episode, though, for some reason. But I'm glad that they did do it sooner than later. So that means they listening at least. But yeah, because Sean, because I feel like Sean really didn't get a fair chance last year, even though Sid went all the way to the end, but Sean didn't get a fair chance. So they did right by putting him in sooner. Yeah, yeah but you know, Sabrina said that maybe the opportunity would have been different. Um, they may have been together longer. Welcome to the uh, panel. We have Jay up here. What's, What's going on? Jay? Hey, What's Jay. up, ladies? How hey, are y'all this morning? Good morning hey, to you. you. Absolutely wonderful. Sorry for my late attendance. I had a little bit to do this morning. We were good. <laughs> we were happy. We we're happy to have that smile up here with the rest of us. We were discussing last episode. We have gone through the blind day with cornbread, with the even with the PDA and 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 him coming through with the different situation. But I, I want to ask you what I just asked the ladies at the top. Um, what do you think about the new change with the uh, blind dates uh, coming through different dates every day? Think about that, being that you've been on the show before. I, I think it's cool. It's a whole different type of vibe. Um, by the way, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited to be with y'all for a little bit. Uh, but uh, I think it's a cool little vibe, man. It kind of keeps people on their toes. It's good to see how people connect with uh new people so like when, when joy's date when she went on i was like okay you know they got it with a smooth brother let's see how this works so i think it's a little razzle dazzle it should be a good look okay as far as cornbread we was talking about the way he was kind of asking about um the, the marriage proposed situation really be i want you to elaborate on that so jay can kind of follow back what we were talking about with uh with who's that Tiffany or talk to oh Tiffany Corn Cornbread. Well no, what we yes. were saying, what I, I was just saying that I I was just saying that I understood where Tiffany was coming from when she was asking him point blank, are you trying to get married? And his answers were just vague. And she like asked him two or three times and he wouldn't commit to yes, I want to be married or no, I'm cool with just kind of doing a committed relationship long term thing. And 
I didn't think she was wrong for being like, okay, well, I know I want to be married. There's no gray area there for me. And it's time to explore with the next guy. So so my thoughts on that. All right. So this last season, we saw Sabrina say, I don't want any more kids, period. Right. right? And then she got to a point where she's like, man, Walter's cool. He didn't have the opportunity to do so, so forth, so on. And then she changed her mind. As a man, I don't want to be like, depends on the woman. I might not want to marry you if certain things aren't in place. But I might meet somebody else. I'm like, yo, that's wifey right there. And it could be instant like that because of the energy. So I felt, and this may, I may be wrong. I don't know. And we're only on second episode. So it could be a total, total FB. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's the case. But on a cool like, we on our second, first time kicking with each other. I don't know yet. And you might lock me into, oh, you said you want to get married, but you ain't going to marry me. And we three years later, well, you ain't the one. That's why. So I, I hear you. Then I feel like he could have answered it that way, but that wasn't his His answer could have been, hey, I know what I'm looking for. You know, I'm open to marriage with the right woman. I would have, that would have been, a, but his answer was whatever she want. I mean, we could be married. We could be kicking it. We could be a committed. I'm like, that's for me. And again, for the next person, it might not bother them. But for me, it would be too vague for me. And if I'm in a pool of nine other men, I'm going to explore those those eight other men. That doesn't mean that I'm totally kicking him off the list. But okay, now it's time for me to have this conversation with some other people because he he's not giving me what I need. And you're right; those are those are specific questions we need to know. I don't yeah. think it's wrong to say, "Do you want children?" Or "You don't want children? Cool." And I need to move on. I don't even think it's wrong to ask about premarital sex because if it's important to me, I'm not going to pretend. Yeah. You know, so I do think those, but I also think on the first day, I also think the other person has to be fair to answer honestly as well. Are we doing first date asking about premarital sex in this environment? Yes, not in a normal environment, but in a incubator speed dating yeah. type situation. Yes, now on a normal date, no, nah, we're not. No, nah. right? I mean, they were talking I was talking about. Almost positions and everything. It was really a lot going on. Like, so you like the the froggy style with the hat to the back? With the, hey, hold on. Like a Wait a minute. Now, right. That's what right. 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 a whole lot of sexual energy real early. You know, it was a lot. I don't know what this this third third episode going to be like, but it might be some blurring out of some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Wait. The third episode. You know, they did some previews of that hot tub scene, so it's going to get spicy. Yes. Look, I, you know, our season had all the babies, but this might be the, you know, this might be the next baby season. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we had three out of 20 people, boy. Wow. <laughs> okay. Do you remember in this episode, it was uh, the double date. Uh, speaking of asking about sex on the first date, it was uh, Jakaya and Clifton and Joy and Paul. And the thing I noticed about Cl Clifton and, and Joy, because I've already told you guys they're going to be together, but they're doing it different compared to last season with the Camille and the Cornelius thing. They're dating around, but still saying, you know, you my number one. Kind of. <clears throat> because it went on the date. When it went on the date, one of the questions that was asked of Clifton asked the guy about sex and premarital sex. She said, I'm, I'm in heat. I'm ready for it. So it's kind of tiny what you guys were saying. He asked her the question, and she was like, I'm down for it. But if you notice, after every group date, they would still get together. Like, I'm not insecure. You know, you're my number one. What do you guys think about that? Let's start with Kyra, please. 
feel like, I mean, first of all, I'm not telling nobody after the first date or second date that you're my number one or this, that, that. You don't really fully know that person. If there's a connection there, it's going to be felt. You know what I'm saying? There's a genuine connection between both people. Both of those parties are going to feel it, um, especially with them having the availability to call each other after the, you know, after the filming or whatever, continue, whatever they were talking about. I don't know. Did they actually tell each other that they were like each other's number one? I, or I feel like it was just a vibe between them. But I think, well, I mean, I, they really didn't tell each I, other, but they told in the confessionals. How right, right, right. Which is fine. I mean, if you tell it in the confession, I mean, that's how you feel. That's cool. But I wouldn't necessarily tell the other person because sometimes that's when we see people really get locked in and attached. So I do like to see that they are still open. I just hope that Clifton in his conversations doesn't come across too open and then runs into some issues when the ladies get around back around the round table and deliberate. Um, cause so with like with the conversation with the kid, I felt like, okay, if your number one is already over here, then do you need to be talking about sex with somebody else? There are other meaningful conversations that could be had besides asking if they're into premarital sex. Um but I think that I think that they are doing it right by showing their intentions with each other, but also definitely being open to other people. Because even um, Joy, she went on a date with P.O. and she seemed to be like, you know, willing to give him a chance as well. So that was interesting. But I was like, really? She would give P.O. a chance? Yeah. Okay. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> I thought <laughs> Yeah, she did say wax and wax. And she did say dude was giving him uh, BDE and his beats. B, yeah, BDE energy. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, when a woman says that, I think she's 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 got some interest for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. When y'all start making references <laughs> to the manhood, it's, it's it's usually good from there. So we might that might be on the next episode. Way it's going, I'm sure it is. <laughs> What'd you well, you know, y'all know, I've I've said it before. I'm not a fan of saying that somebody's my number one or not because you never know how things will change like i think on my season that's kind of what got me in trouble because i would never be like i was like everybody my number two until there's a clear front runner who i'm ready to go the mile with but i mean i as far as clifton and joy i can appreciate how open he's being and he, you know both of them seem to be open to the process and that's something that we saw was problematic last season is that you know with the other ones they weren't open to going through the process even though they had locked in with people early on it seems for now that they are interested in going through the process and i think that um clifton and being able to connect with other people i think that one thing that he has that was lacking in the previous season is he seems like he has like a, a high level of authenticity about himself like his conversations seem genuine and like and not just copy paste run game hold on can i address something really quick and say i'm gonna ask you a question um because i was reading some of the comments that were popping up and I guess there was a comment about me having never told anyone that they were my number one during our season. See, Stacey, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it not aware of who my number one was? But just because it's my number one doesn't mean that I'm out the game. Yeah, we always knew, like when we're in in the talks, like when we're in the ladies' lounge, we all know who who's our number ones, like who we're feeling. We all know that. I think like 
it's different, Kyra, for us because the last season was a little, you know, on the messy side. And like for us, a lot of our number ones and stuff in our ladies' lounge, it never got out. Like it wasn't a topic of conversation amongst the men. No, no, no. I get that part. But I, well, and I guess maybe because based on when things were um, filmed or whatever, I made it very clear to the person that I was dating that they were my number one. Oh, yeah. The you issue did. with us was that. Thank you. I made it very clear who was my number one and where other people fell in line after that. But my thing was just because you are my number one doesn't mean that I'm out the game. Meaning you are holding that spot, but I am still open to other people because there are certain things in you that I have, may not have seen that make me want to lock it down and disregard everybody else. So I feel yeah. like when people say you're my number one, that that means you have to exclude everybody else. And that may not necessarily always be the case. That's why the difference between saying my number one versus I choose to really commit to you beyond the situation. Well, I always, I do feel like it's in bad taste to just be thirsty. Oh, wh who am I? Who's your favorite? Remember who your number one is. I feel like that's a that real thirsty right. strategy to use because it shows your insecurity and you need to constantly be validated that you're at the pick of the litter on somebody's list. Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I knew yeah, it was I was with Ron last night. The look on his face was like, God, bring it in. Yeah. <laughs> I and I'm not mad. I just want to clarify because I feel like I've gotten a bad rap for that. So I'm not mad. I just want to clarify in case there was any confusion. But that's I all. Did just somebody pull up on somebody, though, Kyra, on the cool. You was like, oh, you know what? Because it was like, I'm dead. Because Tamisha being shady. Thank you. Tamisha put it up there after Kyra addressed it. She ain't being shady to Kyra. She she messing with me. Let me make oh, that okay. clear. Okay. Yes, I am. She, she just do I'm that because she, she know I'm on the block party. She know I'm on the block oh, party. Oh, if it was Shay towards me, it would have went over my head because there's certain people. Mm, let me, never no, I'm saying, I'm saying she know I'm on the block party. So I don't know. It was just Stacy. Oh, you on the block party too? Now you know I'm on the block. Come on now. Girl, I know. Really? <laughs> We we was on the block party when old when old girl called me and was like, No, I need to FaceTime you. I need to face is oh. is Kyra? Is Chrysanthemum? Well Focus on this season. What, what we focusing on this episode? I'm, I'm sorry. I had a plan. Sorry. Okay. okay. PTSD. Yeah, that's that PTSD for real. Got the, got the with uh, Camille last year. So same question that I asked Kyra and Stacy and everybody else I'm gonna ask you about how I feel like boy and uh they're moving around in a way with different than is out as Cortez and uh immediately hooked up. They're trying to date other people in the show, but you they like each other a lot. So the date with Paul and her with the Kia last night. What do you think about that? I don't know what you said. You was going in and out that whole time, Mama. Are you serious? Yes. That noise okay. is coming back. It's the same question that I asked everybody about the double date with uh with uh 
Joy and Clifton, how they were dating other people. They went out with the he and P.O. last night. And so I was asking the same question. Did she leave? Are you still here? Who left? Did somebody leave? Stacy fell off. Stacy. Stacy. And I'm asking. Stacy on AOL dialogue. I just, I just want to be next to Jay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, while we're on the subject, Alicia wants us to say, can we say how fine Jay looks? Jay, you fine, honey. <laughs> Man, I appreciate it. It's just, it's just a lighting in here. That's all. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that, Jay. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all know how Jay know what he's doing when he put that hat on. I said, Jay, is that a chain on your hat? He came, he had a, his hat was blinged out. He had a whole chain on his hat. <laughs> you know, that's expensive. Just, just in case I lose it. I need to know where it's at. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate that. Somebody brought up the contacts. They wanted to talk about the contacts. About them blue contacts on Carmen's face, yeah, y'all. I can't forget about that. This is why Cornelius is funny to me. Was it Cornelius who was like, Yeah, she was, it cool, was but then them blue contacts? I was it like, was That was Clifton. Oh, Clifton, my bad. Clifton. They that both was like big teddy bears, my bad. That was funny. But when Clifton said that, I was like, That was funny. That I was, was like, funny. I the blue like that. I didn't until he said something about it. I didn't even show her that close up, but then they finally did, and you could definitely see it. Well, he was funny as hell because he was like, She looked like baby Jesus with them blue contacts. I almost fell off the sofa when I watched her. But see, this is what I don't like, though. This is what I don't like. Okay, so I've never been a fan of dogging other women to make yourself look better. Thank you. I was and she sat here and was like, Grab my hair, grab my hair. I want to hear him touch my hair because I want oh, to know he's real. And then Clifton said, you look like baby Jesus with them blue contacts <laughs> in. Like, good point. My thing is, black women, we have a gift. You, it's so many ways you can as, accentuate your beauty. It doesn't matter if it's clipping or sewing, you spit it on, it don't matter. We're beautiful. So I always feel like it's in poor taste to always dog somebody else because like you don't know what their journey was. You don't know what they've personally been through. You don't know if they have problems, you know, with hair growth. You don't know. So that was that that really rubbed me wrong. I think that's what really made me, you know, on the not feeling side of Carmen. She might have an issue with hair though, because with I think it's Tori who has dreads. And she was like, not judging, but judging. And she said that with regards to his dress. I don't, I mean, you cannot like dress. I get that. That may not be your taste, but I didn't get the judging. Like, what do you judge somebody about to have dress? I didn't really get that. I didn't like that. I had like, long hair. Hair. They have like a negative thought about you, like you're doing something criminal or you don't have a job. Unfortunately, when you have locks, people do look at you. I had locks for three years. And I encountered so as a, a black woman that black people look at you like you should. Well, yes, that's, yes I mean, it does happen. I've had it happen. People judge me for my Listen, I had. So I'm, I'm going to judge you. As, I'm not judging you, but I'm saying I'm going to judge another black person if they judge somebody else black for having dreads. That will make me look at somebody sideways. Well, you're, well, as, as a black person, 
here we know how our our men in in general, our black men have been marginalized, and they're always on the and and their appearance has been criminalized by so many different fragments of society. And I feel like I feel like it's unfair for it to come from us internally. But you know, it be your own people. Sometimes I I frankly think it's beautiful because I have my kids in here watching. Um, roots and stuff all week, you know, Black History Month, so we on the blackity black. And I was just remembering, it was making me be reminded of how how beautiful some of our natural, you know, ways are, like some of our natural features and uh, culture is. Again, I thought that was painful. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like when, my thing is this, again, it's twofold. If, if you're saying you just don't have a preference with dreads as far as men you choose to date, cool. Because everybody has a preference, right? Some people don't like the, the tattoos. Some people don't like weaves and wigs. Some people, everybody has a preference of what it is they personally like. So if it's coming from a place of, I just don't prefer to date men with dreads, that's your preference. But if it's coming from right. a place of, like you said, I'm judging you because you have dreads, then yeah, I'm like, we, we really need to move past. Like we really need to get past that that part of it. But if it's about a dating preference, I mean, yeah. Well, but we're on a show. Okay, we all are on a show because we were having problems dating and we needed to get out of our own way and get out of what was our stereotypical type. So I think it's just unfair to discount somebody for something so superficial like, oh, he has dreads. Maybe he has a good heart. Maybe he can offer you the love of your life. Like, maybe he has so much more to offer you than you being turned off by his dreads, which, by the way, looks like they smell good. No, his locks look Whoa. good. Stacy. They, they look really nice. Right along, Stacy, right along with what you said, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. I think she's closing the door on her opportunities by being judgmental like that. Because while you getting dogged out by XYZ that you normally date, you still going after that type. Switch it up a little bit and maybe you'll get a better outcome. Right. Right. True that. Yeah. I get it. No, the point is the thing about it, if you discount somebody because of their locks and you don't know that might be the your husband to be or your wife to be, you know, you just might miss the opportunity of finding love. Um <clears throat> this this season to me, I feel like I'm excited about it for the different things that um that they're saying. Let's talk Jordan says I've for nine years. So judging the dreads, we do need to stop judging so much. Especially amongst amongst each other. Especially with the non-people of color. I mean, you know, but for us we should stop doing it as well. That's kind of where a man may look at me funny because I had locks. And I mean, I'm just Telling you guys honestly, but as far as this and um, coming, I want to get a word from everybody up here on the panel. Still, um, this season's going to go now. So it was kind of a uh, a sensational uh, under under there with everybody. And I know Dina brought the bathtub scene, the hot tub scene coming up. I wanted to hear from everybody on the panel. What you guys think about the new season coming up? It's going to be hot, regardless. There's a lot of touching already going on. The touching is probably just going to amplify as it continues to go on. And 
Somebody gonna be pregnant by the end of the season. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, I think we might have a ready to love baby coming. I don't know. I don't know. They better strap up. Somebody got in the bed together at some point. You see that? So something gonna it's go down. Gonna be spicy, and I feel like some people gonna get their feelings hurt. Um, some people are going to think that somebody is for them, and then they be they may be for a couple of people. Um, so I feel like it's gonna be spicy, but I feel like it's going to be some confrontations, and some people are going to get their feelings hurt, thinking that it's more than what it is because the other person is really vying for somebody else. Uh-uh, not everybody better not be pretty about my boo Clifton. <laughs> Jay. Um, it, it seems like each season they're getting a little bit more on the dramatics, right? So I feel like at a certain point, man, we're going to have a VH1 show in a second. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, if it's parallel going there. You're there's, right, some, <laughs> there's some clapping sounds going on. Just, you know, it, <clears throat> I think there might be another Ready Love Baby. That's all I'm saying. This might be the first... First season for a ready to love baby. I, I think that's coming. Okay. We had three babies, <laughs> but they weren't ready to love babies. These might be ready to love babies. Okay. Well, I honestly think that I think last season they bought the, they brought the drama, but not a lot of the heat. So I think this season you're gonna get heat plus drama. And I think it's gonna be a lot more emotions wrapped up in it. Oh, I totally you know, agree. Because, totally. I mean, just from the scenes that they show, you know, when you start exchanging energies with people like that, then it amplifies, you know, the emotions and investments. So I think, you know, before it's just like the first season, yeah, I like you. Let's see where this goes. But these people are taking that and amplifying it by a thousand. So when it gets to, oh, I got to go home or, you know, you chose somebody else, but we did X, Y, Z. Yeah, it's going to be some tempers flaring and some feelings crushed. Totally agree, Dana. I think that um, when you have like more of the energy, like the energetic connections, it leads to a little more um, emotional confrontations and uh, emotional conversations. So I definitely think um, with Tyra, it definitely seems like it's going to be something spicy to watch. And I saw B. Lizzle talking about... Um, is going this way because of dating apps and how quick, you know, like the quick return. And I can't say I disagree because I think that it's something that this, the pandemic has taught us and something like being in a social media world has taught us. It's like everybody is like point and click and wants results like immediately. But my hope was that the people that came on this show were not really about that. Like I came on the show because I hate like I was on Hinge. Tinder is not for me, but I had done Hinge. Um, and I just don't like that kind of superficial kind of through app like meeting someone that I would actually want to date. So I would hope that the people on the show would want something of more substance um, versus just the instant gratification, like you say, and point and click one to the next. But you never know. I, I got a question for um, Stacy and Kyra. So we didn't have a lot of I don't think we had any sex talk that early on our season, just even while we were filming. We on episode two. It, you know, it, 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 was y'all season that way? No. Um, 
I think maybe one group date there was. Um, I think Liz had maybe asked because she was um, abstinent, so she was asking. You know, that's a. But I understand asking from that perspective because if you're not asking that the person is, then that could be a conflict. So I get her asking it. But as far as just outright asking about, um, you know, premarital sex, I really don't even think so. No. I mean, there may like I think later on there may have been little like jokes and stuff made that you can get the vibe from somebody else about whether their stance is on that. But I don't really recall just outright being like, "So, are you up for premarital sex or not?" Yeah, I, I agree with Tyra. I think that concept was all introduced when me, you, uh, KG, David. And some of the other ones were on a group date together. Remember, we were at the right, right. cornhole or whatever it's called. Yeah. And I think that's when KG came out with his uh, firm retention or whatever he was saying because he took me by shock when he. I was like, oh, <laughs> y'all didn't get to see that that part, but it was it was hilarious. And I mean, I think there were other conversations that that were shown, and that's when the big sex release came about for us. But it was a a few days in it wasn't so immediate that was uh my first time hearing sperm retention i had to google it i ain't gonna lie <laughs> evidently yeah. i have not practiced that and we definitely <laughs> were grabbing booties because i didn't know what it was either yeah i was like okay so this, this i want to i want to say uh she's got some family stuff going on i want to send some prayers and positive vibes she's got some family things going on and from the panel from the chat we want to send um, love your way, Dina. She's going to family stuff, and she has to actually leave. So I wanted to send prayers, send prayers Dina's way, and some Bye, positivity Dina. her way. Thanks for coming on, Mike. So look, can this I ask you, on. ladies, that's in DC, a question? Do y'all think like is is this really reflective of dating in DC, like? Are there like these sex talks so soon and does it move so fast up there? I mean, because Jay, Tyra and I were in Misha, we're all in the South. I think like that's a little different from for us to be like just so blatant right away. It yeah. Um I I can speak from the point of like the point of dating in DC. I can't compare it because I've been back in DC, I've I've moved back to DC in '99. So I've been in DC so long that I really can't compare it. But I will say that yes, it is it is definitely something that is like a constant is a turn. Like I'll give y'all a real quick story. Um, Facebook, this guy, we both had the same last name. I you know how Facebook does. Somehow or another, you know, we were suggested and we both have the same last name. So we went through this whole conversation of trying to figure out whether we were related or not. And once we eliminated the fact that we were related, the very next thing out of his mouth was, so what's your bra size? I was like, excuse wow. me? And you know, the reality is if he was bold enough to ask me, that means it's worked on somebody else. Like that's that's mm, something that, that worked before. Because people hard. don't just come out of nowhere if it hasn't, you know what I mean? So I'm like, that's your pickup line? like. So what's your bra size? And so, I mean, my that's definitely been my experience that it has been overly sexualized and it's always like top, like like Jay was saying before, is that first date conversation for a lot of people in this area? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. I mean, Dallas, they kind of, they kind of, here in Texas too, I'm not going to lie, stuff like that. 
Texas is very, very bold. They, they don't have no qualms about it. Did, 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 uh, you answer, did you answer this question though? Like, I did not answer the question. Okay. Right. I, I did not answer the question and I blocked them. <laughs> I did not answer. It might have been somebody on here that want to know. I just, you know. But I feel like there are ways to get a pulse of where someone is sexually without mm. just outright asking them. Like, I feel like people need to be a little bit more creative or smooth in their conversation to get a temperature where somebody stands without just right asking. So we, we busting down or not. It's pretty much energy I was getting from watching, you know what I'm saying? The season, like, are you, so can we possibly go there or not? It's kind of the energy I was getting versus mm-hmm. just kind of saying, okay, if, it, if the, if the opportunity arose between that, you could find out if somebody's going to go or not be out just outright asking. So you cool with premarital sex or not? Period. I agree with that. But see, that's the age. People just straight up say some stuff and you don't know if that person's comfortable with that type of conversation on the first, second, third, fourth, or whatever. I think that's a big issue with dating. And try to engage with the other person once. Don't just assume because you want that that the other person feels the same way. But Because the other thing is you could maybe say no, but with the right person, you would do it. So True. get to know more about that person if y'all even have that connection because a person could be like, no, I never do. I never sleep with somebody on a third whatever date or whatever. But then y'all energy is so like in that maybe it just feels right for them when they do right. it. So just to outright ask, like without really knowing if you even have that much of a connection with that person might just be a little bit too soon. Now I have created this thing called Ebenisms now because Ebony has a way of saying things. Now, if you look on your screen, you'll see a makeup brush and you'll see Ebenezer's up on the screen. So I give her the quote her prayer or because I love that <laughs> loves her too. So I want to give the opportunity to uh, sum up what she thinks and it's always worth it, trust. Ebony says the darndest things. Abby says the darndest yeah, things. He does. But as far as the energy goes, talking about marital sex, it also is you have to be in uh the energy does have to be there in the in that and it has to be at that point in the conversation. You can't just say, you know, what movie did you see last week? And then the next question is, what's your bra size? You know, you can't just jump into that right away. Like, you got to build up if that's where the conversation is going and that's where you want it to go. But don't just go from salt to pepper. So with a good transition, be like, man, did you see that movies about breasts? By the way, <laughs> what's up, breasts? <laughs> but, you know what, but you know what, Jay? Let's be real about the situation. Um, a man, by the time you become a man of a particular age, you should be able to tell. Yeah, you should. But there are some dudes, I mean, you know, me and Stacey had a, an event last night, and there are some people that were there that were socially awkward, and they don't know, you could tell, like, they didn't really know how to talk to women. There was one guy, We, me and Stacey were both looking just with confusion, like, what is he saying? What is he talking about? It's not making sense. So, and dudes, let's be honest, like, black women are beautiful. So, you know, as much swag as we might have, we still might get a little flutter in the, you know, when we when we have a conversation to say some stupid stuff. I've done it. I think I did it on camera once. So, um, you know, just y'all have an effect on us. And if that bra size is popping like that, he might have, you know, he might have just been like, how much of those? Like, you know. How much of those? 
How much of those? Like, how, how much do those weigh? Like, it might have been one of those. Like, <laughs> I'm about to say how much they cost if they had fake ones. I ain't know where Look, you I was going with that one. Y'all make sure y'all get the lights up, please. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of y'all in here. Y'all ain't texting. No, I agree with uh, Jay. Like last night, and then we had a nerve to be on the panel. I couldn't see him, but I know everybody could see my face. And since y'all know, it's hard for me not to show what's on my mind. And I'm in front of everybody and like everybody. And I'll just kind of like the, like, I was so confused. Stacey, I, I almost had to hit you with the fix your face. Are y'all talking about P.O.? Paul, P.O., whatever his name no. is. Paul? No. Jay and I did a panel last night on love and relationships. Mm, oh, okay. So not, not related to the show. Okay, okay, okay. Said <laughs> what that brought Yes and no. Well, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, to me, it was just like, he was just so awkward. And like, it was, it made me go back to, okay, um, you're, you're having problems dating because you don't listen to what mm -hmm. someone is saying. Or know and, how to talk to women, yeah. But but it's not just before you can talk to women, you need to know how to listen to women. Like, why don't you listen to what she's saying first? Like, he was just so dismissive, and the shit he was saying was just so in the left field. I could I could not. My face was stuck on stupid. Yeah, there was some. There's definitely some. Okay, I don't know how to keep women on a on a real level type stuff going on. It was a little bit painful to watch. A little bit. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Jay tried to interrupt it and give me a chicken wing. <laughs> you want some of this wing like, over don't here? <laughs> don't you want a wing? Don't you want a wing? Let's let's put something in your mouth so you can I just was focus. like, I've lost my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all know Stacy's so dramatic too. She's so dramatic. <laughs> I almost threw up twice. Like, come on, girl. It's not that serious. It's dramatic. Y'all know that about Miss uh Miss Stacy. Oh, she had to get in the faces. Oh, but Kyra, you did mention PO. Oh, I'm sorry, Kamisha, go ahead. But I was just gonna say, really, we had to leave, and we're about to shut it down. I know that other people on the channel, on me, on the panel, have commitment. So I want to start with Stacey. Everybody, um, give a, a closing, um, whatever you want to say, closing argument, trials, closing period before we shut it down. You ready to say, Stacey? Okay. First of all. First of all, y'all know y'all be talking about me, so I just want y'all to know I wore my shoulders out because I only have one week before Valentine's Day to get a Valentine, a box of chocolate or something. So I'm hoping that today my shoulders may do something for me that it hasn't been doing for me in the past. <laughs> you need really, to cut your hair back and show it, girl. You ain't showing the shoulders enough. Yes, show them off. There you go. There you go. I put some little grown-up glitter on here, too. Not the glitter. Yeah, it's some grown-up glitter. It's like some glitter oil. But anyway, what I was going to say was I was impressed by P.O. Like, we gave him a lot of flack last week. And I was impressed by him because one thing he did was he remembered Joy's drink. And it's just the little things that set you apart. Like they were saying that he was full, full of it last week. We were, we, I said it that he was. It sounded like he was running some grade C, like C level game. But this week, the fact that he listens and remembers, I was really impressed by that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of, you know, corn, big cornbread date. 
um, because he has like an authenticity about himself. Y'all know I'm a Laverne stan, but I don't like him liking everybody. Yeah, I think he needs to make sure that he gives himself enough freedom to go through the process and don't just like the first shiny object that shows up in front of him. Jay? Me. Um, I just love the whole vibe for me is cool right now. I like I like the giddy part. You know, I like when everybody's kind of new and nobody's tripping on each other. You know, I'm kind of a, a a romantic at heart, man. And so I just like when, the you know, everybody's just, <laughs> you know, it's just cool. So we'll see on the next episode. Um, I like that. that the Like cornbread kind of reminds me of what's my man um, that showed up at the end on, on the first one. I feel like, Clifton. yeah, like Clifton is like cornbread, you know, like cor cornbread is Clifton part two. And then. Clifton is actually what's my man that was on the Atlanta season, bro? My boy, uh, Mike. Ah, the second Atlanta season. London. London, yeah, yeah. I feel like they all be at the same family reunion, man. Just eating cornbread and stuff. So, uh, we'll we'll see, man. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good season. I I, I like the format of them bringing people in. Um, I like the razzle dazzle. Confessions. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good season. I just want to say, first of all, you know, I have spent a lot of time on the lives with the cast because the cast has been going live a lot. And they all are some really dope people, like really dope. And shout out to Paul P.O. because I know he's watching. And he is taking all of this with a grain of salt. Well, not taking it with a grain of salt. He is being real open and not taking it to heart what people are saying about him and he is really a cool ass dude he really is and this whole cast is really dope off camera when they're not being edited and all that so just remember that there's a lot of editing but if y'all tune in today lives y'all will really see how these people are and they is dope yeah. can i can i ask a question i'm i'm sorry confessions how many how how many of them blow pops you got? You want one? No. Oh, oh. Yeah, one. I love the original charm. You okay. sure looking at her lips hard, Mr. J. Oh, look. look, I just like I don't think Jay knows this, but he is Confession. my number one on his season. And oh. I just him faithfully. And honey, you can wear a suit. So I am taking my advantage to tell you that. No, I appreciate that. To me, babe. Oh, that's all love. That's so all love. Be careful before he asks you if you asking it. <laughs> look, what's, hey. More than five years. And he can look, have it. You're like, what's, what's, that, what's that bra size? What's the bra size? I'll do it. Come find out. <laughs> This is the sour apple one I am representing today. Okay, so that's what's up. That's, the originals. That's, how that's I what's up. I appreciate the love. That's a beautiful thing. Miss Ebony. Petty Mike. Miss Ebony, I don't give an F review. Exactly. Don't, do don't act oh, brand new. Uh, okay. So. I'm still, I, I just want to know why nobody else concerned that Tori is trying to rearrange people's kidneys on the inside. Even touch, I don't know how we just shot past it. Like that man didn't say that. Um, also, 
Uh, Cornelius, if you see this, I'm trying, just trying to love you with my whole heart and throat. Um, also, because I feel, because I felt the spirit of fast ass jump on this panel, so I just thought I'd shoot my shot. Um, also, listen, <laughs> I ain't saying shit all the whole Bro, time. Baby, I just I'm thought I'd wait for the end. Listen, you know, I love all of y'all. Uh, also, uh, I don't think nobody. I don't. I don't think nobody's really looking for anything long term on this season. Um. So get in where y'all fit in, and we'll be glad to watch y'all. Listen, my ability to care is waning. I'm. Tr I'm trying, y'all. Y'all know That's how I feel. You know, I listen, I'm just I'm trying. Please don't ask me about nobody's live because I'm not following none of these people. Um, the only way I know stuff is if people put it in the group chat. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna need you. This can, can you get this, I'm trying. Here. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out the nicest way to say things without know. you know. Because you know, to people be like, "Oh, she's so mean. She's so harsh." And, and they ooh. love it. They love Bless your realness. God. They love it. Miss, miss, just shoot it. Shoot it, Abby. Shoot it. No, I tried to. I'm trying not to be so mean. <sighs> All these little fast ass little girls on this show talk about they vaxxed and waxed and putting they okay. It's just it's it's a bit much. It's a, I don't know if that's the grandma in me coming out. That's the Mima. Shout, uh, shout out to my grandson today. It's his birthday. He's three. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Listen, Abby, I feel like you're about to call somebody a wench. <laughs> Go on. I listen, these hussies is, is tearing my nerves up. These hussies on the show is tearing my nerves. I knew hussie was coming, baby. No. Oh, <laughs> these fans have a okay. What about the man then, Abby? Listen, Miss Ellen, I can be on the block list. It's not going to matter because I wouldn't try to follow their ass in the first place. So they can block whatever they want. Child, I ain't even going to know. You know why? Because I ain't going to look for them. Wait, so That's like the cast, the cast well, block? Yeah, is that a thing? The cast be blocking people. They be blocking Kamisha. They get mad at Kamisha and block her. I, I know you could you could block me if you want to. It, well, you know that you say he's watching me, so he said he heard about me. So yeah, I oh. get blocked a lot. Like the ready to love, like the way she is blocked a lot. Every time she turn around, somebody done blocked her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But you on a national, international TV show. People gonna say what they gonna say, and I one of the things that I always tell this, and I think we and Stacy was talking about this the other day. I don't give a dang. Look, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do everything I can the right way that I was taught to do it. Sometimes I'm going to mess up. And as a man, I'm going to say, you know what? I didn't get that right. But who I'm not, what I'm not tripping on is if you ain't paying all bills in my house, your opinion don't really matter to me, man. <laughs> so I, I don't, I'm not about to block nobody like you. You know, like Kojo called me out on some stuff. And I was like, man, I want to do an interview with you, bro, because you he actually helped me with see some stuff. Sometimes somebody else looking at you and reviewing you can actually help you see some things about yourself that you didn't previously see. Hello. And unless we're now, willing if to you look come to my page tell, with nonsense and comment, I, I will block you. Like people will come to my page like being ugly, like towards 
me yeah, and that. like that's what happened towards my friends and family. I right. will block you for that. But I totally agree with you. If you can say something on your own platform, I don't ever go and block anybody behind that. No, I totally agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah, if you well, on my page talking noise. Well, I got blocked and I ain't even do nothing. So well, Stacey, Thank you probably gave somebody one of the funny looks you give. That's no, probably. Kyra know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stacey, I'm just drinking my water. I ain't even give nobody got, a funny look. Let me be real. I've gotten blocked from that was true. So that's I got fine. Blocked. I'll, I, I was guilty by association, so I got... But wait, oh, you, you, when you're getting blocked, it's not you on somebody's page. It's you saying something on your own platform. I dropped a lot okay. of people. Yes. That's what I always have for years. And so sometimes cast member block me. But a lot of it I know has to do with people behind the scenes saying, don't go to her. She's going to talk noise. So the producer telling you to block that person or don't be involved with that person, that also says I'm doing it too. That's an off the air situation conversation we'll do behind the scenes. But anyway, Tyra, okay. uh, what do you want to say about the end of this? Camp? Close this out. Um, I think that the cast is looking good. It's some handsome men, some beautiful ladies. Um, mm. I'm definitely seeing some genuineness come from certain people. So I'm glad to see that. Um, it is going to be spicy. It's going to be very sexual, but they grown, they grown, grown. So I do feel like it's a little bit of an older cast. So maybe they like, hey, yeah. I can say and do what I want and that's what I'm gonna do. So not mad at it. Um, I am definitely going to be here for the shenanigans because they are coming because I forgot who mentioned it earlier, but the, when you have already drama and you add sexual tension, that is a, entertaining com combination so yeah. i will be here for the shenanigans um and we'll definitely be watching yes, but i really do hope that the show does bring forth some beautiful connections and relationships that that may be for a long time we never know hopefully longer than the shorter but you know who knows we need some long-term relationships out of this regular love show so hopefully we can get some out of this season well i want to say thank you for jay and Kyra for coming on my panel um, thank you for having me Oh, Shout out to Jay giving Tay Dig vibes today. <laughs> yes, yes. I love your hair, Kyra. It is beautiful, honey. I appreciate Thank you, it, girl. Just some good old flexi rock. That's all flexi rock. I want to show just like Simone. Those are like the two ladies that, you know, have frequented my show before. So, and this is Jay's. Hopefully, oh, I, I, I was, and Stacey, I was excited to see what dress she was wearing today. I really was. I was like, oh, what's Stacey gonna wear today? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just a little, it's just a little sweetheart dress. A little, what was in your hand? Hammer, see them shoulders. I'm in a sweater. It's cold. Oh, that's your mic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> I couldn't see it, and then it came from from the southern region. I, what is it going wasn't on? in the southern region. <laughs> is it like, oh, no, I get a camera off for a little bit. And, and oh while we're God. here, I just want to remind you guys that Kyra and Jay both celebrated a birthday about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So wish yes. them both happy birthday! Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Y'all know I believe. I just turned twenty-one. Okay, now. You can finally drink. Congrats, Kyra. Congrats, Congrats. Kyra. Thank <laughs> you. And Kyra got a mean sneaker shoe game, y'all. Yo, my oh, sneaker ball was off the chain. We might have to run that back. Celebrate! I was like, of course it will fall on the same night, but yeah, definitely. You know, I'll show you some love, girl. No, I know. I appreciate you always. 